beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Well, now we back in this thing, <laughs> giving you the latest and the greatest. Yeah, this is our Q&A episode, so uh, this should be interesting. Well, hello, Andretta. Hello, hello, Akila. What's happening in your world? How you be? What's tea? Well, Give us the word. it's cold now. We are, the, the temperature has changed and... Welcome back to Chicago, I mean, Normally, you would have been sitting in Houston on your balcony uh, with the sun shining, making us all jealous. I should have waited and, till spring. And now you're back in here. With a, it feels so good to have you back. Oh, girl. <laughs> does it now? It does. Let me tell you something. I, I, first of all, you know, it's funny. You know, you make a plan and then God be like, that's cute that you did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gave, not gave, I did give away like all my winter stuff. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm back, I had to make an immediate trip. To get me a nice winter coat, I actually need like one more and a couple of different like fall coats. I only got to wear like once because yes. it's like below zero to me. Right. Um. And now my body is not used to like this coat. Like legit, I think my blood thinned out because 40, 50 degrees feels like 20, 19 degrees to me. Wow. And I'm always out here and I, I end up super hot. Because I'm like, I am so bundled up. And everybody's just like, oh, this is great weather. And I'm like, right. no, right. this is cold as hell. What are y'all talking about? Like, what? So it has been an adjustment. I should have waited to spring. But the plans were the plans and, and things There's changed. your plan. There's God's plan. So yeah, welcome man. back. Welcome back. I'm good. I'm happy to be here, though. I'm complaining because, I mean, what else are there is there to do when oh. it's cold? But I'm very happy to be back. All right. Well, we're happy to have you back. Any updates your way? Oh. Same old, same old, you know, just the hustle and the grind, you know, the tell, life tell life of an entrepreneur. Tell you me know, about we, it. We hustle and grind, and that's one of the reasons why we have to keep our health uh, in, in good shape because of the hustle and the grind. So that's where we are. That is. And you already said it. Today's episode is our Q&A, our, our regularly scheduled program Q&A that we do once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is where we answer all of your questions that we receive mainly from our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group. And if you're not in our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, go there and get your life get your you go because we unload a lot of information in that group you do so um also if you are not a part of any of our socials i'm just going to get this out the way early okay uh go ahead and visit brown women wellness everywhere our website our instagram even on youtube we're currently um now we've been doing it for a little while now uh not too long but a while where we are recording these episodes and putting them on youtube yes so if you are a visual learner you get to see us look uh well me because i don't you know i'm not about to get all <laughs> cute and dolled up all the time anymore but, i've gotten but, old uh, but it's real yeah this so is, you'll get to see us real. in our real state as we record these things and also if you just kind of want to put it on while you clean or yes. you cook or whatever the case may be you can yes. find us on youtube as well all right all so right. let's get into it. Okay. The first question comes from, no, I'm just playing. I don't know who <laughs> it comes from. We keep it anonymous. So the first question is, I have eczema and I want to know what can I use other than steroids to help with the inflammation on my skin when I break out? 
Chow, did I send this in? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is my life, honey. Um, this it's a is very, a very, very relatable question. Listen, this yeah. is this is I'm triggered. I'm hitting close to home because, uh, truth be told, like you know, um, the South has always been good to my skin. Mm-hmm. And living in Houston for almost a year, my skin flourished. When I tell you. It was just giving what it needed to give. It was <laughs> it was glowy. It was dewy. It was up. And even if I ate the things that I knew would typically cause me to break out, I never did. Mm-hmm. Like it was just glorious. The minute <laughs> the I'm on the tarmac, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and as soon as I'm here, I'm back into that whole like skin. Just if you look at me right now, like my my hands, like my skin is just completely broke out with the eczema reaction. And I don't really care what it is. Like it could be any. Sometimes it's sometimes question number one person or the person who has eczema. Sometimes you think you know your triggers and then you may eat something that maybe has that trigger in it Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe you're like, oh, that didn't bother me and then you'll eat it again and it'll bother you. Like, it's so many different things when it comes to this eczema thing and it's frustrating and and my biggest insecurity in a whole vulnerable moment comes from these eczema breakouts because... Sometimes, and mostly it'll come on my hands. So I'm like kind of like trying to hide my hands. Mm-hmm. But then it'll come like I have a, a nice little breakout right now on my shoulders. Um, sometimes it'll get on my neck. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. One of my friends said to me the other day, uh, bless her heart, and I didn't take offense. I, I find humor in most things. So she looked at me and she was like, what's all this on your hand looking like you, this track mark, like you trying to find, <laughs> like you trying to put the needle in your hand. I said, girl, that's my eczema. She said, oh, yeah, right. That's how bad it looks, yeah, right? Yeah. So I understand that. Uh, I'm going to let Andretta answer uh, <laughs> the technical part because I just had to get that out there. Like, I feel your pain and a lot of us do. So take it away. Well, let me explain to you why it's different to from Houston to Chicago. It's called environmental factors. Mm-hmm. So you changed environment. So it, one of the things that play a role in uh, any type of uh, topical or autoimmune disease, and by the way, I pass the eczema on to you. Uh, a lot of times, eczema is passed from mother to child, mm. and it was passed Thanks. from my mother to me. I appreciate the and gift. Then, I know. <laughs> so, and it is an autoimmune disease. In case you don't realize that, because there, are, I think right now, I think they've counted there are like hundreds of autoimmune disease. I did not know until. I started studying this stuff. The eczema was an actual autoimmune disease. Yeah, you hit me to that. I didn't know that. And what that means is that your auto, your immune system is a condition in which your immune system mistakenly attack your body. So eczema is also known as atopic dermatitis. Mm-hmm. And it's an inflammatory disorder in which the skin becomes covered in a itchy, scaly lesions. Mm-hmm. And they can cause cracks in the skin's mm-hmm. outer barrier, exposing you to infection. Mm-hmm. And it's always accompanied <laughs> by an activation of the immune system. So the immune system normally guards against germs like bacteria and viruses, But when it senses these foreign invaders, it sends out an army of fighter cells to attack them. So, by the way, there is no cure for uh, an autoimmune disease. So, there are triggers, and everybody's trigger is different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your body, uh, we look at it from a functional standpoint. We first find out, you know, genetically how do you get it? So we know that it's passed on from one mother, from the parent to the child. And then we look at environmental factors. So you know that when you left Houston and came Warmer to Chicago, climates, the humidity you had, really yes, helped my it skin. helped your skin. 
The third leg of the stool, we call it the three-legged stool, is your food. It's your nutrition. What are you putting in your body that's fueling the inflammation? Mm -hmm. So those are the three things that causes these breakouts, you know, uh, from time to time. Yeah, because now that you say that, Chicago food don't like me. Like, honestly, I love Chicago. Chicago be like, eh, you all right. You got the weather. You got the food. What's the other part to it? Because I'm sure it don't like me here either. Like, I mean, I mean, honestly, it almost make you want to leave and go back somewhere warm because it's like, I just, I just can't. So your body uh, immune system is reacting. Now, the good news is after you've been here for maybe another year or so, it may your I body it. your body kind of conditions itself to a little bit, but you have to clear the muddy water. What I tell people is it's about inflammation. So you have to calm that inflammation down in your body and the eczema goes away. So <clears throat> that's, that's easier said than done. Of because course it is. Like I'll do, and this is just speaking from experience here again, I'll do like detoxes or I'll do like elimination type diet stuff for like a period of time. Mm-hmm. And I notice my eczema goes completely away. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like, okay, see, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to be. <laughs> and then you either, you may slowly introduce something or whatever the case may be, but the minute that you introduce that that trigger, I should say, it's like all that elimination stuff that you just did goes completely out the window because it comes back with a vent. It ain't no slow burn with me, at least. Let me just tell you what we call that in the functional world. We call them the non-negotiables. So you have non-negotiables. And once you know what those non-negotiables are, you just have to stay away. I know, like I said, I know it's easier said than done because I mean, this. you want to go out there and look at this YouTube, and, and you want to go out there and you just want to eat those great things that you enjoy, but then you suffer for it later. But also, I want to touch on this: uh, the difference between psoriasis and eczema. A lot of people don't know the difference. So sometimes psoriasis, though, it turns red and your skin starts peeling. I think I have both. You may have both. It's a chronic autoimmune condition, psoriasis is, that results in the overproduction of skin cells. Mm-hmm. The dead cells build up into a silvery white scale and the skin becomes inflamed and red and causes serious itching. There is currently no cure for psoriasis either. Right now, there are topically light-based systematic pharmaceutical treatments that can put the condition into remission. Keep in mind that every time you get a breakout and it goes away, you're in remission. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also is telling you what's going on inside your body. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I have an appointment with um, a dermatologist soon, and give me the steroids. Well, Sorry, I mean, I'm over it. I mean, for the breakouts, but then it's also better to, to try, and you don't want to use steroids over a long period of time. Well, the thing about me is I, because I like to stay away from certain things like that and all that, I've done that for so long, and I'm at, at the fed up point where I, I can go for some steroids for at least six months or so. I haven't done it in so long. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Well, here's the deal. There is a gut-brain connection to eczema. So what's happening in your gut affects your eczema. There is a definite connection there. I'm sure there is. And so so many people who suffer from it have allergens. You know, most 80% of the eczema sufferers have higher than normal antibodies in their system. And they have allergic reactions very quickly. And they suffer from asthma or hay fever or something. The most common source of allergic reactions for eczema are milk. Eggs, peanuts, fish, soy, wheat, gluten, citrus, and Lord have mercy, chocolate. So, <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy, yeah, chocolate. Yeah. So, so what happens here is, you know, 
You have to figure out which one of these are your non-negotiables. It's not the same non-negotiable for everybody. Your milk may not affect one person's eczema and the other person it will affect. Eggs may not. I didn't know so many people were allergic to eggs. Mm-hmm. I think that's a terrible allergy. Um, but you know what? I might have it. So in in, in line with this, um, I highly encourage everyone to take an allergy test. Um, I am about to do that pretty soon. I actually think I want to see if the dermatologist will give me one. If not, they have um, at-home allergy tests. They have the ones that I'm sure Andretta will talk, talk to you about where it gets a little bit more in-depth. I want to do the in-depth. I want you to get into my blood and tell me So let me ask you this question. Once they tell you this is a problem, what are you going to do? Well... Two things. One, I just I one I just want to know. It's one thing to like guess when a flare up happens and when you eat something immediately. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's something I'm eating complex. Mm-hmm. That means that it could have been the oil. I might be allergic to sunflower oil, and they may have cooked that in sunflower oil. Absolutely. That means that maybe it was the eggs that was in the batter of whatever I just Absolutely. ate, and not necessarily what I thought it might have been. Right. So right. I want to know all the things, so that second to that, I can start to make conscious decisions. I don't want to guess anymore. Now, if I decide to eat these foods, I know exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But if I just, I'm guessing it and I'm just winging it, I mean, I'm going to end up always eating what I always eat because I don't know nothing. That's 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 the fiend ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Fiend ignorance. Mm-hmm. I want to know. And then I can do all my, yeah, I know I'm allergic, but I'm going to eat this. Or I'm staying away from this because I've had enough. You know what I mean? What if you find out it's wine that you're allergic to? Well, <laughs> and y'all know I love a good glass I of love wine. love me a good red wine, honey. <laughs> I'm a, it, well, I know it. I know it is. Well, some wines I know some are better wines than are. others. Yeah, I know for a fact yeah. that I have an allergy to certain wines, and, yeah. and I know this is going to sound bougie, and it's not. But I find that the more quality yes. of the wine, yes. the more it doesn't affect. That's me. a whole other episode on wines. We could tell you why wines are affecting you the way they affect you because there's so many. Uh, like wine is like everything else. There are wines that have a lot of junk in them, you know, a lot of things in them that are unhealthy for you. So mm-hmm. it's just like everything else we talk about. Yeah, so. it's, it's, listen, I already know I'm not going to be able to eat nothing but air <laughs> and avocados. <laughs> so let's talk about how you can help yourself with this eczema. One is take a probiotic. Um, the digestive tract can have an effect on your eczema sufferers by supporting your immune system. So a healthy immune system depends on having a diverse range of bacteria in the gut from birth. And specific strains of probiotics have been found particularly to help build a strong immune system. But let me tell you something about probiotics, though, just in case you guys don't know. There are so many strands of probiotics. So finding a strand that works for you might take a little work Mm -hmm. because you may have to buy one and you'll say, eh, it's not, I don't, you know, nothing's happening. Then you may buy another one that says, oh, this one is great for me. So finding that right, it's like everything else, finding that right bacterial strand for your gut might take a few tries. But when you do get it, you'll know it because your immune system will thank you for it. You'll know it right away for many different reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's worth exploring. Um, yep. It really is worth exploring. The other thing is an anti-inflammatory diet. So eczema, inflammation is a key component in the development of eczema. So following an anti-inflammatory diet can be very beneficial. So that means you got to avoid diets in high sugar, 
refined carbohydrates and because they insulate, what they do to elevate your insulin levels, which then turns into inflammation. So uh, you got to pretty much eat a lot more vegetables and proteins to keep your insulin levels down. So you got to get the right balance of fats in a diet. Uh, they can have an anti-inflammatory effect. If you don't have allergies, it could be beneficial. Now, I'll be honest. I know for a fact that uh, I can't eat shellfish. I will flare up so fast. If I eat any form of shellfish, I'll start scratching and itching immediately. So I know that's one of the foods that I have to avoid. Some some people uh, can't do nuts and seeds. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's worth noting that People with eczema often have an altered ability to metabolize essential fats. So essential fats in particular, like omega-3, are required for your skin health. So the most readily absorbed form of omega-3 for people with eczema is found in oily fish. So they tell people with eczema, if you eat oily fish three times a week or supplement it, you'll find a difference. Now I need to do that. Yeah. I, I don't do omega-3s like that. Well, the things that I take, like all my like, you know, other things like the greens and all that powder stuff has omega-3s, but I haven't like taken a direct omega-3 source. Well, you might want to look into that and see if it'll make a difference. I think I am. And then there's this other thing too. It's called, it's a hemp hand cream because it contains omega-3 fatty Where acids. Where is that at? Because I need it. Yeah, it contains, well, hemp, you know what hemp is. Mm-hmm. So we got hand creams now and it, it actually contains omega-3 fatty acids. They also release, release some of the symptoms. Now, here's the one that I was surprised about. Primrose oil, copiaba essential oil. I just bought some of this to see if it works. I didn't know because I love, you know, I love essential oils. So I'm going to try to, it's spelled C-O-P-A-I-B-A. Hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly. I'm not going to try. Copiaba. Copiaba. Mm, okay. C-O-P-A-I-B-A, right. <laughs> Anyway, I'll let you know how it works because I'm definitely, I just bought some to add and I'm using it on my eczema areas. So. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to look into this hip hand cream. I might even look into like making one myself. You could. Um, and add the copiaba I'm essential oil into stuff. it. Because the thing is, they said that this oil, it works good on headaches and even migraines. Uh, they said that it boosts your immune systems and your endocrine functions. And a copiaba oil can a also be topically, it prevents bacteria growth on open wounds. And it's a great aromatherapy to improve your mood and reduce stress and yeah, fight anxiety. Because that open wound stuff, I'm uh, that right there, honey... Let me tell you something. It's nothing worse than having like... A- I actually have some at home and I'll bring it with me so you can start using so it. So you've because, been holding out. Oh, I just got it in mm. the mail and because you can put a few drops on a cotton ball. You don't even want your own child to be great. Oh, Look at this. girl, I just holding got this. Out. I just got it, just got it. So we want to see. We'll report back to you yeah, guys and I see definitely and, will. You know, how it works. Everybody was talking about eczema. We had so, that time of year. so many eczema questions. Well, I love that. That, that it was just... Well, I do have another question. I'm sorry. There is another question. There was question two. Oh, this one. I forgot about this one. Oh, somebody asked, said they had fibroids and they wondered if they could burst. <laughs> I laugh because... Another one of your conditions? Unfortunately. Yeah, because 11 million women in the United States have been diagnosed with uterine fibroids. Well, and per- 65% of them are black women. Well, on a personal note, I just found out that I have a fibroid. Um, I've never had fibroids in my 35 years of living. 
And I did just find that out. And honestly, for the life of me, it's I'm dumbfounded. I'm just like, how? Stress. How? How did stress. this happen? Stress. They found that stress is one of the big factors for uterine fibroids. Which makes sense for me because the last year and a half, I have been under a lot of stress. Mm. So that, that would make sense why that just kind of popped up. I have heard that fibroids can... I don't know about burst, maybe rupture, Mm -hmm. um, depending on how big and what Mm -hmm. kind of organs it's pressing against Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that that can be a a thing. Well, they say the ones that are outside or within the uterus is where they have a higher chance of rupturing, but they say it's rare. Uh, It doesn't happen often. Uh, It's a very rare thing, and you'll be able to tell because you'd have a lot of abdominal pressure and uh, if your pressure comes in in the area, then, you know, you might want to go see a doctor because the blood pressure, they say, uh, also can make this. If you got high blood pressure, that can make a tumor uh, uh, rupture. So, um, you know, so, yeah, they can, but uh, they're very rare and you very seldom see it. But uh, you can treat these fibroids. Now, there are some natural ways to treat fibroids, and a lot of people don't know that. Uh, you don't have to get, I've seen some extreme conditions. In fact, one of my friends just went and had a total hysterectomy uh, yeah. to get rid of her fibroids. And of course, at the age that she's in, it's going to throw her into menopause, which is a whole nother subject because everybody's menopause can be different. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, it does exist. So, yeah, they can, they can rupture. Um, yeah, so anyway, just... Just try and oh, I know what I wanted to go tell people. I forgot. Uh, I didn't say this. We got two swaps coming up. I want to talk about these two swaps because one of them is very interesting. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take this break. Let's take a break, and then we'll be back with the swaps. Okay. Brown Women Wellness mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, functional nutrition wellness coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. We're back. We're going to talk about our... We got two swaps today. Normally, we have one, so we have two because one of them is each actually each swap is uh, uh, is relatable because it's going back to the questions that were asked earlier. So the first one is about a skincare product. What kind of skincare products can we use to help with the eczema? So uh, they tell you to avoid products that has sodium laurel sulfate in it, talc, lanolin, uh, propylene glycol, uh, any of those type of substances, those chemicals, 
And a lot of people are using those and don't realize they're using them because they show up in your lotions and potions and motions that we use. And they actually can make your skin uh, uh, mm-hmm. flare up from eczema. But guess what a great alternative is? Great swap. Manuka honey. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. Oh, Manuka honey. You know what? I'm inspired this episode to make some type of eczema your, your base. Your topical. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Manuka honey is everything. Um, But like, so we talk about triggers. Mm-hmm. I am one of those eczema sufferers where... I don't, topical things don't necessarily always bother me. Mm -hmm. But then again, I stay away from the modern day lotions, potions, Mm -hmm. bath and body work lotions Mm -hmm. and all that other kind of stuff. Because it did used to bother me. So I've gotten rid of all that. So maybe it does. But Manuka honey. I have done Manuka honey mask for my face. I've done Manuka. And when I say mask, I mean, I put it just directly on my face. Well, it helps with eczema because it's it's antibacterial, antifungal, and it's antiseptic. So it helps support the immune system. It's good on top and internal. internal, I swear by Manuka honey. Now, Now, here's the thing. I know what you're getting ready to say, how much it costs. (laughs) Honey, Manuka honey is not not cheap. cheap. (laughs) I'm just flat out. It is not your. It, it is not your normal the, honey. It costs to play the game and to be the boss. You know who? So. Care, but you know who cares a lot of manuka honey on their shelf, and you can find it really, really cheap. Who? Marshalls, TJ yeah, Maxx, Homes, uh, Home, Home uh, goods. goods. Yep, they have. Manuka they do have a. Honey. I don't think they got they a lot of manuka do. honey. They, they have do. a lot of manuka honey. So if you want to get it, and manuka honey don't take but a tiny bit. It don't take a lot. It's yeah. it's a different type of formula. It like it it feels different. It tastes different. It's um, a different type of texture. Um, now, I am not hip on if there is... No, that's not true. I know that there are different like levels and stages to Manuka honey, mm-hmm. but Manuka honey is Manuka honey. Yes. Right? Yes. So wherever it, you get it, it from... It, and the reason it's so expensive is because... To make it, yes, it, it takes, takes a certain a much type of bee. longer than a certain type of bee. A certain that they type use. of bee, yeah. certain type of processing. Yes. where they get it from. I think yes. Manuka honey primarily comes from all. Sh- no, Switzerland. Excuse me. I believe I've seen yeah. a lot of. I've seen Australia, Swiss, too. Australia and Switzerland, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, also, be aware of the dupe manuka honeys that As are always. cut. Yes. So you know how they do drugs. Like we talked about, they yeah. cutting stuff. Yeah. yeah. So manuka honey can sometimes, if you look on the back of that, always look at the back of the ingredient. Yes. Because it'll say manuka honey, then you turn around and, and it'll got say alcohol in it. It'll too. say like sunflower oil Oils, or yeah. some other. And yeah. It should just be a hundred percent. In other words, they're cutting. They're cutting it. it. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. And they so look if it's. Not 100% Manuka honey. Stay away from it. Spend the money and get it because, baby, let me tell you. It works. It works. Yeah. Uh, I always love to sweeten my teas with Manuka honey. I'll yeah. put it straight on my face. Yeah. I put it on my hands. It softens. It does things over time. But if you add Manuka honey, I'm going to make my own product. Make your own product. I might, we, might does, even, we might even get this on, on Brown Women Wellness. It doesn't take much I gotta, to make I got to test it out. No, I really want to change it the game. And make it and test it out for yourself. I am. Okay. Because I'm sick of it. Now, Lynette... <laughs> <laughs> the next swap is in relation to, we were talking earlier about fibroids. So one of the things we want to talk about too is sanitary pads in oh. relation to, yes, because... What you, swap is this? This is uh, Stay Free Maxi Pads. We want you guys to throw those things away, okay? <laughs> throw away Stay Free. Why do we want you to throw them away? Well, let me just tell you something about these... Uh, Uh, what happens with these maxi pads. So come to find out that the conventional pads have harsh chemicals, artificial dyes, odors, 
and bacteria or yeast overgrowth, a lot comes from the conventional pads. Okay? It is very it happens a lot. If you wonder why you're having some issues when you're yes. hide with your fem- feminine hygiene area, it is because of those doggone pads. Yes. Okay? So now if you'll notice there's been a new generation of sanitary pads coming out. Yeah. All right. Um I swear by them and I've been using uh, um, what do they call it? It's like not alcohol. Free. Um, there's names for them, but I've been using the uh, um, what is it called? Well, St- steroid for not steroid. Well, here's what the they new, have the new pads. Okay, here's what the new pads have. They increase airflow, but they have far infrared rays in them with an, a chip in them. Not, Ion chip. No, no. Well, no, no, no. What are the ones, what are the regular pads have in it that makes it so bad? What is the name of it? It's um, not aluminum, but the regular pads have like... Let's look up sanitary Yeah, pads. let's look that up because I'm, I'm I'm saying this for a reason because these are the the uh, things that you want to stay away from. If you, you Even if you use tampons, it's the same thing. Like that cotton that's laced with like... Um, all types of different chemicals in it. You don't really want that in or around your vag. So I've been using Honey Pot. I have been using... Um, so here's what here's what Google says. What is it? Google says that the regular sanitary pads can cause cancer. Yes, cancer. Okay. They contain pesticides and herbicides. Yes. They got dioxin and environmental pollutions in them. They yes. cause infertility and birth defects. My God. And they're prone to bacterial growth and other infections. Yes. So... Uh, so that's why they're so dangerous. They're not good. Laced with chemicals. Honey pot, honey pot, honey pot. And then if it's not honey pot, there's another one out there, and I cannot think of the name of it atop my head, but it's in Target primarily. And it and it's an organic pad or a tampon that they have. Those two are awesome. Um also there's another black owned one called um Couché. And yeah, Couché. It's K-U-S-H-A-E. Now you have to order that online, but that comes from an actual OBGYN. Her name is Barbara, uh, Barb and Kimball Williams. Mm. And uh, I believe Barbara had um, cervical cancer and the other one had breast cancer. Mm. And so they beat it, but them being actual like OBGYNs came mm-hmm. together and formulated a, um, a feminine hygiene system mm. for women and it's phenomenal. Mm. Now, again, you have to get that online. So it's best that you just kind of like order it in bulk because right now, but it is, it is so, so how, how, good. Co- how much, how much does it cost? It's not oh. expensive. Okay. It's almost like, like the feminine wash is like maybe 18 bucks for like 14 ounces and it lasts for, I mean, Mine lasts for like a month, a month and a half. I mean, if you're washing yourself every day, then mm-hmm. that's a pretty good buy. Mm-hmm. Then they also have things for like yeast. If you're prone to yeast, they have things for like feminine odor. If you have that kind of issue, a balming cream. I, I love Couché. I, I, I want to see them like everywhere. Um, and then also think about the feminine wash too, because that also can infect, affect the yes. fibroid and yes. all that jazz. Because if you're washing yourself in something every mm-hmm. day and your body absorbs that every day, mm-hmm. not only is that putting it into your skin, mm-hmm. but then if you have a pad mm-hmm. that's not good for you or a mm-hmm. tampon that's not good for you, and that's a double whammy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to swap all that out. Uh, Doesn't mean that it's going to it's, it's gonna keep you from getting a fibroid, but it's going to lessen your chances. Like for me, absolutely. I've been doing that for years, which is why I was shocked 
yeah. that I had this fibroid, but stress, yes, absolutely, in my mind, had everything to do with me getting a fibroid. I saw also found another one called Embrace. I don't know. Have you ever heard of that one? No. It is a super long, it's a long super pad with wings. It's hundred percent cotton. It has that infrared and Anyon technology in it, and it's supposed to be really good as well. We'll put all of these. Make sure that we have a tag in these. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, because I want people to find these things, especially our women. You know, we must, we must start swapping out. Also, I also want to say this about fibroids that I've known for a long time too. The steroids and the hormones in chicken mm-hmm. has a great effect on increasing your likelihood of getting a fibroid. I can believe that. That's an absolute fact. That's been out for a long time, which is why if you have severe fibroids, I've heard this from many a people. The doctor automatically tells you to stay away from a lot of things that have a lot hormones, of estrogen yeah, and hormones in yeah. it, and that's chicken. Yep, absolutely. They tell you to try to eliminate chicken as much if you're trying to yep. shrink or reduce or get rid of your fibroids. And honey, you're talking to the, you know, how black folks love their chicken now. And they be going to get their Popeye's chicken sandwiches and all these other fast food chickens. And we know that those hens and those chickens are full of steroids. Yes. If you're going to eat chicken, and I know it's going to cost you a little bit more money, Go out and get your organic, hormone-free chicken. Yeah, as okay. best as you can. I mean, I'm I'm trying to eliminate my fibroid. I, go. I'm gonna find out very soon, like you know what what's happening here. But I did hear that it was a pretty large size one, and and it was one that they saw. Right, and it can be eliminated yeah. and shrunk. I I think for me, realistically speaking, can I get rid of chicken completely? I can get rid of it for a period of time. However. I'm going to do this thing where, and I've already kind of, I'm getting my mind set into it now. When I'm outside in the world, if I don't go to one of those farm to table or they tell you where the chicken came from type places, I'm going to try my best to stay away from that and only eat the chicken that I know. And hold on, I'm going to only eat the chicken that I know at home. Right. I understand fish and all that jazz. I'm right. just talking about chicken specifically. No, I'm saying, but you, when you go to a restaurant, you can always count on a good For quality sure. fish. For sure. But chicken more specifically, I kind of want to try to stay away from just to experiment with mm-hmm. for a while just to see because I know that, listen, that that Popeye's, that Harold's, that local <laughs> uh, chicken chef, or, or even... It, and, the, it's the, a, and it's the seed oils that they're frying it in as well. All so. of that. But I'm just saying, as far as the fiber is concerned, I really want to see how that... You know, you just want to experiment with things. Don't be scared to just kind of Try different things with your diet and see where it gets Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. Well, that concludes this episode. Yep. And we are going to see you guys next week. And as always, Keela, do your spill. Find us everywhere, Brown Women Wellness, brownwomenwellness.com, social media, Brown Women Wellness, or, well, honestly, the podcast on YouTube at Brown Women Wellness. And yeah, let us know what you think about this episode, any kind of questions, comments, or uh, concerns. Feel free to email us at info at brownwomenwellness.com and we will get back to you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. 
As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.